feels good? Donald Trump going to prison. That, that, my friends, is what they call the real happy ending. Ah, that is the third worlding of the United States, the deformed and demented Stephen Colbert, who hasn't been funny in years and years. But he is a propagandist for the left, and that means the Democrat Party. Happy Tuesday to you, and welcome back. We continue to be at 888-630-9625. I would like to jump right in on the the mentally ill fake media. Now, he's not news media, Colbert, but he is media. He's network TV, CBS, and they are part of the propaganda network of the left in the United States, which is poisoning our culture, our politics, our children, not only the future, but the present of the United States of America under assault and being pumped full of polonium-210 a radioactive element uh, preferred by Vladimir Putin when killing his enemies. And, you know, Alexei Navalny was killed in a Siberian prison the other day by a communist who is a former KGB colonel named Vladimir Putin, who the New York Times once referred to as a conservative because it's not a newspaper. It's a hate rag. Uh, You know, they have to find a quiet, dark place to gratify themselves while reading the the New York Times. But let's go uh, let's go to this because the lunacy just gets more and more crazy. Alexei Navalny, primary opposition leader to Vladimir Putin, now murdered by the communist leader in Russia because that's what commies do and he's a communist. Now, we uh enjoy playing for you this very important soundbite by a a State Department official in the in the uh, Obama administration who revealed on Capitol Hill while, while under oath that they know what the Russian, really the Soviet playbook is, and the Russian, really Soviet playbook is to accuse the other guy of doing whatever it is that you know you're about to do. It is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. That is Victoria Nuland of the State Department during the Obama-Biden administration. She was smiling when she said that. Now, let's get on to the lunacy, the mental illness that is the American news media. Here is a woman named M.J. Lee, like uh, Michael Jackson Lee. M.J. Lee goes by the initials Lee. Um, She is originally, she was born in South Korea, which is free thanks to the United States and not communist thanks to the United States. But the North Korea, of course, is communist thanks to the communists, and in particular Joseph Stalin and the Soviet Union. But never mind all that. This M.J. Lee woman, I looked her up today, born in South Korea, then moved as a small child to Hong Kong, China, with her family, and she lived there until she was a junior in high school in Hong Kong. And then she and her family moved to the United States. She went to Georgetown University, where she majored in Chinese, which reminded us of Cheech and Chong, 
way back when, when. Wait a minute, you grew up in Hong Kong, and then you come to Washington, D.C., go to Georgetown University, and you major in Chinese? Mexican Americans love education, so they go to night school, and they take Spanish and get a B. So that's kind of what uh, M.J. Lee did. She uh, grew up, hey, uh, it's like me moving to, uh, to Hong Kong and majoring in English. Hey, I gotta, gotta, I gotta be in English. Pretty amazing stuff. So MJ Lee is the corrupt, filthy, rotten, anti-reporter at CNN. And she had a chance to talk to the president of the United States yesterday for a brief period with the helicopter revving behind him so they can drown out his um, idiocy and you know then later claim that you heard it wrong because the helicopter was revving up. But this... This amazing moment with CNN's MJ Lee at the White House asking Joe Biden about the death of Alexei Navalny in a Siberian prison at the hands of Vladimir Putin. They're making a big mistake not responding. Look, the way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, the way they're walking away from meeting our obligations is just shocking. I've been for a while. I've never seen anything like this. You still haven't seen anything like it because it hasn't happened. He's a moron and a lying sack of Jewia. Wait, the Republicans have walked away from NATO? You must be talking about President Trump pressuring them to pay their fair share, to pay what they have committed to contribute to the common defense of Western Europe and now much of Eastern Europe, even though we promised Russia we wouldn't expand NATO into Eastern Europe, and then we did expand NATO into Eastern Europe, but never mind that. So wait a minute. She asks, do the Republicans have blood on their hands, the Republicans in the House of Representatives, because of the death of Alexei Navalny, in a Soviet-era gulag where he died of unknown causes, but what he died of was communism, what he died of was Putin. And his widow says she thinks maybe he was poisoned, but she made that up because she doesn't have access to his body. But uh, never mind any of that. So CNN reporter asks Biden if... Alexei Navalny's blood is on the hands of House Republicans for blocking Ukraine aid. We've given them $113 billion. They want $60 billion more, and it is the most urgent thing ever. It's like they've got to go to the bathroom, and they can't until they get another $60 billion. And this fraud of a communist reporter, let's just go ahead. We'll start using all the same language that uh, they use. CNN fake news correspondent M.J. Lee insinuated that Republican lawmakers bear responsibility for Navalny's death for not greenlighting more aid to Ukraine. Now, if we gave him the aid to Ukraine a month ago with no accountability, nobody monitoring where the $60 billion go, nobody monitored past tense where the first $113 billion go, But Ukraine being a notoriously corrupt country that the Democrats in particular have been dipping their claws into for decades now to get rich off of and buy beach houses with because they're filthy, rotten, left-wing corruptniks. And M.J. Lee 
comes here from Hong Kong and majors in Chinese at Georgetown and uh, and then so isn't there blood on the hands of Republicans in the House? How do you figure, MJ Lee? Uh, I um, boy. I guess I expect Chinese immigrants to be smarter than this. So I guess she's, I don't want to stereotype, but I guess she's just that corrupt and that dishonest. Wow. Blood on the hands of the Republicans in the House because Vladimir Putin, a communist, killed Alexei Navalny, a Russian, in a Soviet-era Arctic Circle gulag-style prison. Just extraordinary. And M.J. Lee, born in Seoul, should be deported to Pyongyang. I think, uh, President Trump, I might come out today just to just to goat them, to goad them. I would uh, I would say, hey, it looks like M.J. Uh, M.J. Lee is going to have to be deported back to Pyongyang. That'll get him going. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Mm-mm-mm. She used to work at Politico, left wing Politico, then CNN. Now she asked the stupidest question ever asked on the South Lawn of the White House. Pretty amazing. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, let's go to uh, this morning on Morning Joke. Morning Joke, where the now officially, in case there was any ambiguity, officially mentally deranged, mentally ill Joe Scarborough, who used to be a Republican member of the House of Representatives. Key part of that is used to be a Republican. Now, listen to him today indicting all Republicans as communists. The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, communist. Donald Trump, communist. The whole Republican caucus, communist. Used to be anti-communist. Now the Republicans are all communists, they say, as they attempt to jail their political rivals, just like Vladimir Putin, just like Nicolas Maduro in Venezuela, just like the Castro brothers, who were beloved by Barack Obama, who sucked up to them and would have dated them, given half a chance. Here is Joe Scarborough this morning on Morning Joke on MSDNC. To make those comparisons are so grotesque. To Pause to- that. See, he's attacking Donald Trump because Donald Trump posted something on uh, Truth Social, which kind of compared his plight to the plight of Alexei Navalny because he's being targeted by his political enemies who are trying to put him in prison. And I played for you there, Stephen Colbert. Yay, the crowd goes wild. You know, it makes me um, sexually aroused, the idea that Donald Trump is going to go to prison. And they uh, they love prison rape, the Democrats do. They are completely demented. Now let's start uh, the Joe Scarborough. To make those comparisons are so grotesque. To, to compare America to Russia is so grotesque. Pa- to pause there. Tr- now he compares America to Russia. Now, in the next breath, there is a, how dare he to compare. You, you the, but the left here is trying to put all their political enemies, Trump's lawyers and Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump. You're, Donald Trump is facing up to 641 years in prison if found guilty of all the trumped-up Democrat Party ch- uh, charges by uh, Democrat fanatics like like this judge in New York, uh, Arthur Engoron. These are the kind of people the Democrats want to pack the Supreme Court with. So we will be no different than a third-world hellhole that people flee 
to get away from. Uh, and and so here is, oh, how dare he compare the United States to Russia? He's uh, fake patriotism. And then he immediately, in the next, it's not even the next breath, it's the same breath, starts comparing the United States to Russia. To compare Trump to Navalny, Trump, who flies around in a 757, Bitter. who lives in a golden skyscraper, Bitter. who lives in Mar-a-Lago, Bitter. where you have Bitter. Navalny dead, yeah. poisoned in a penal colony, all of this is so grotesque. Jeffrey Epstein, uh, honestly, um, you know, when somebody becomes politically inconvenient for the left, they go to jail and they reportedly hang themselves after all the security cameras are turned off and the security guards are pulled off of that cell block and that tier. Then, mysteriously, the inconvenience for the Democrat Party is resolved. And they say, oh, they must have hanged themselves, comrade, because they, I, uh, my best girl and I, on uh, one of our sea cruises a couple of years ago, we were in Poland, and we went to Dansk. Dansk, where, you know, uh, Lech Valencia, all that stuff, the ship shipyards. And we went to the KGB headquarters, the old KGB headquarters building, where the communists from Soviet Russia would kidnap their political enemies, bring him to the KGB headquarters, bring him up to, bring him up to the top floor, and then they'd be thrown out the top floor now, Putin has done this to his political enemies several times just in the last couple of years. His political enemies keep flying out of tall buildings and splatting on the sidewalk. And at the KGB headquarters in Dansk, they used to throw them out the top floor and say that they committed suicide. Right? This is what commies do. Now, Joe Scarborough is a communist. All right, let's keep going with Joe Scarborough. Republicans who for the past 50 years have been the main force to push back hard on communism. Listen to this. They've, they've surrendered to the communists. Listen to this. They've surrendered. Mike Johnson surrendered You're a to the communists. Mike Johnson. To the ex-communists. Surrendered to the, to the communists. communists. Mike Johnson surrendered. Donald Trump surrendered a long time ago to Vladimir Again. Putin. Surrendered to Xi a long time ago. Surrend- he surrendered he to Xi. praise for Xi, for Kim Jong-un, these communist leaders, Mika. And that is a Mika. message that she is receiving loud and clear that it's not just Donald Trump now, it is the Republican Party. That is a very severely mentally ill man. That is a demented, crazy person. He should literally be taken away in a straitjacket and incarcerated involuntarily. He is mentally ill. They've gone completely nuts. He used to be a Republican member of Congress. And I think I heard uh, Eugene Robinson growling back there like, uh, yeah, rawr, rawr. and they all agree because whatever he just pulled out of his rectum right there on the fly, they're all going to agree with like it's ground fact, like it's truth. Just extraordinary. That's your media and your Democrat Party. They make the McCarthy era look like child's play. This is dementia. Boy, I'm telling you. Kind of makes me hungry for a steak, doesn't it? You should make sure you always have delicious Omaha Steaks on hand at your house with the all-new Omaha Steaks subscription program. You get to choose your steaks and your foods. You choose the quantities. You choose the frequency with which your food is delivered to your home. And roll today at omahasteaks.com slash plant. That's me. And lock in an extra 10% off every subscription order. Plus, you're going to get free Omaha Steak burgers on all your recurring shipments for life. Thank you very much because you hang with me. That's every third shipment. 
you're going to get a free gift valued at $19.99 in addition to everything else. Come on. You can't pass this up. Going on vacation, need to skip a month? Done. No problem. Change selections this month compared to last month. Pause the program. Cancel at any time. You have total control. Listen, growing up in Chicago, I used to envy my next-door neighbors when they had their Omaha steaks delivered to their houses. Now I get Omaha steaks delivered to my house. With Omaha steaks, every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com plant. That's P-L-A-N-T-E. Lock in your price and get an extra 10% off every subscription order. Get those free burgers for life, too. Uh, Minimum purchase may be required and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com slash plant to enroll today and subscribe to perfection. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just, you know, the rhetoric of the left is so completely insane. I don't know how you even match that. Everybody's a communist. You're all murderers. You're kidnappers. You're child. I mean, how do you even, how do you even match the insane rhetoric of these people? Uh, they are crazy people, and they are running the Democrat Party and the media. But I repeat myself. Mika, you've got a mind meld with some people in North Korea. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. They've, they've surrendered to the communists. They've surrendered. Mike Johnson surrendered. That is Joe Scarborough and MSDNC this morning. Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, is a communist. But wait a minute. I just went and looked up the headlines about how he's an extreme right-wing fanatic and, and a Christian nationalist, and we're all supposed to be terrified of Speaker Mike Johnson because he's such a right-wing evangelical extremist with his religious buddies. Now he's a communist. I think I smell a communist somewhere. My friend Mona asks, how does giving billions more dollars to Ukraine save Alexei Navalny? And the answer, of course, it doesn't. But no one will ask that question in Washington, D.C. Got a nice tweet from uh, someone. I'll just call her MJ. A different MJ says, Chris, I'm also from South Korea and went to Georgetown, but I helped defeat the USSR in the 1980s and 1990s. I don't recall a lot of leftists around in those days. They say conservatives surrendered to Russia. Lefties are free due to the GOP, the Republican Party of the 1980s and the 1990s. Thanks to uh, Ronald Wilson Reagan, the risen Yahweh of American politics. But never mind that. And uh, honestly, and Mona's question is a great one. How would giving another $60 billion to Ukraine have saved Alexei Navalny's life? 
What do those two things have to do with each other? And the answer is nothing, of course. But the left is so demented, so crazy, and so comfortable with the big lie that their boy Gurgle uh, came up with. Didn't their boy Gurgle come up with the big lie? I think that was uh, the Socialist Workers Party of Germany. In the old days, they came up with the big lie. And uh, they, they live the big lie. Don't they live the big lie? Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle and the Third Reich in terms of uh, uh, telling a big lie? I just want to make sure that's what I heard you say. Yeah. That's, that's right. That, that's right. That's right. That's what you heard me say. It's Gurgle. It's, uh, he's the resident historian at MSDNC. And Joe Scarborough, former Republican. Boy, when he goes over the wall, he goes over the wall. What a Sacagawea he is. Man, oh, Manischewitz. I also want to share something that was kind of funny this morning on a, or a, a family thread, a family thread. And uh, my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law Bridget this morning said, I'm now positive that there is no life on other planets. Because if there were life on other planets, I'm certain we would have already sent them billion do- billions of dollars in foreign aid. Life on other planets say, hey, the government knows about space aliens. We'd have that might explain where, you know, we got thirty-four trillion dollars in debt. Maybe we are giving money to aliens from someplace else. Yeah, but my sister-in-law Bridget this morning. <laughs> I know there's no life on other planets because we'd be feeding them billions of dollars in foreign aid. Is pretty much right. Just amazing. Yeah, the the Republicans, the Speaker of the House, who uh was just, here's the headline from the left-wing radicals at the nation. They, they killed Navalny. The people at the nation, they killed Navalny. The folksy fanaticism of Mike Johnson. Now on MSNBC, he's a communist. Mike Johnson gathers far-right Christians, gathers far-right Christians to cast out demons. That's Rolling Stone magazine, you see. GOP lawmakers and extremist pastors joined together to repent over LGBTQ freedoms, abortion, and non-believers. But how could he be an extreme right-wing uh, Christian nationalist? Here's the next one. He's a Christian nationalist. And Mike Johnson keeps flaunting his extreme ideology, the new republic. And then today they do a 180, and now he's a communist. Isn't that amazing? This is our news media, the filthiest, most corrupt institution in America. Honestly, Jeffrey Epstein was legit compared to the American news media. Extraordinary. They're all out to get him. There's the international media. Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, is a gender extremist. He's a gender. He believes that there are two genders. That makes you a gender extremist. You believe that boys grow up to be men and girls grow up to be women. And that makes you an extremist. They're not the extremists. You are. See? It's the Russian playbook. Wow. That's that's your media. And then, and then today, Joe Scarborough, completely crazy. Uh, here's the story of how Mike Johnson became too right-wing for his own father. That's an actual headline in the New Republic. An extremist left-wing they're pro-murder. They're pro-murder, the New Republic. Just, uh, just amazing stuff. Yeah, Mike Johnson is a communist. And Donald Trump, 
New York billionaire, is a communist. And you heard the bitterness dripping from Joe Scarborough's voice about President Trump having his own 757, which he does, and his own golden tower with his name on the top, which he does, and he owns Mar-a-Lago, which this filthy, corrupt judge, Engeron, Arthur Engeron, estimated the value at $18 million. The cars in the garages are worth $18 million at Mar-a-Lago. The lie is so big that Goebbels would believe it, or gurgle, if you ask uh, Reverend Al Charlatan. Just amazing. All right, let's, uh, let's take a phone call, and then uh, poor Joe Biden, everybody's mean to him because of his age, and we have to stop that too. He's a communist. He's a, is he a communist or a fascist? Really, what's the difference? The flag is the difference. All right, let's take a let's take a phone call. Let's go to Michael calling from the great state of Michigan. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Chris. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Thank you very kindly. Hey, Chris. Um, what if it wasn't the Russians that uh, killed Navalny, but it was a potential CIA plot? You know that uh, kind of created all of this activity and all this firestorm about getting approval from Ukraine. It just seems like the timing of all this is just weirdly coincidental. You think maybe Joe Biden and his cabal at the CIA thought that there would be a political advantage in killing Navalny for the Democrat Party and for themselves? Absolutely. <clears throat> you yeah. know, I, I, John Brennan is no longer there, penitentiary face Brennan, but right. he was a Communist Party voter, a literal right. Communist Party voter, when he was going to a fancy college that his parents paid for. And uh, Barack Obama, of course, mentored by Frank Marshall Davis when right. Barack was a teen, and Frank Marshall Davis, a proud card-carrying member of the Communist Party. And uh, Bernie Sanders, a uh, socialist who honeymooned in the Soviet Union when it was the Soviet Union. You know, they, these people are dripping with all kinds of commie clutter in their pasts. And then naturally, using the Russian playbook, they accuse everybody else of being commies. And, you know, I mean, honestly, tail gunner Joe, Joe McCarthy, Senator Joe McCarthy, Republican senator from Wisconsin, who pointed out that there were commies in our government in the 1950s, and they still demonize him for it. And now the Democrat Party is they make Joe McCarthy look like a blip, like he never said anything. Uh, These guys make McCarthyism look like nothing. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. This is kind of like an Alan Dulles kind of thing, John Brennan kind of thing, you know, uh, as you said. And then now you've got the media all out there saying that the Republicans are trying to kill Ukrainians and it's blood on their hand and all that just seems significantly contrived it is significantly contrived i think it would be uh, fair to say significantly contrived is right and uh, alan dulles uh, for people just tuning in was cia director early on and uh, and a very active an activist cia director um early on in the history of of the cia uh, under kennedy and i believe he was in under eisenhower as well but uh, from the you know, post-World War II generation, and, and they were fighting the commies. They were anti-commie at the time. The Democrats used to be anti-communist. Now they're anti-Republican, and they call Republicans communists. That it's really, it's, it's mentally ill, Michael. I mean, what, 
you know, are you related to any Democrats? You, you grow up a Democrat or anything? I grew up in a Democrat Party household, and and this party is unrecognizable as an American political institution. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it would be, like you said before, the JFK, he, he wouldn't be recognized in the Democratic Party. I mean, back back in the day, of course, in the 60s, he, um, you know, he was, he had some unique things and no question with Peace Corps and things like that. Those were actually really good programs. And it's just unfortunate. It's kind of created this um, absolute, uh, you know, conflict, constant conflict. And uh, it just seems like it always comes down to money and then how somebody can make some money on the side by sending funds to, to Ukraine. Yeah, and the power, I mean, I got to tell you the power too, Michael, and I'm, I talked about our Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, who's not much uh, when it comes to diplomacy. You know, where are the peace talks for Ukraine? There are none. The Democrat Party is the war machine party. They got us into the Civil War because the Democrat president was the president of the Confederate States of America and uh, Jefferson Davis. And then progressive Democrat and racist Woodrow Wilson got us into World War One. Then progressive Democrat FDR who uh, is a racist, got us into World War II. He threw all the Japanese Americans, including American citizens, into concentration camps uh, by the thousands and thousands. Pay no attention to that. And then, you know, Harry Truman got us into the Korean War, and Harry Truman dropped two bombs on Japan. Not not that I would be critical of that decision because it was the right decision. And then uh, JFK and LBJ got us into the Vietnam War, and now Joe Biden's got us in uh, up to our eyeballs this war in Europe against Russia. And then they call anybody who says, wait a minute, before we give them another $60 billion, shouldn't we know where the money's going? On what are we spending our tax dollars on? And, and, uh, or on what are we spending our tax dollars? Uh, my apologies. And, uh, and instead, no, they shout you down and call you a communist if you don't just fork over the money with no accountability whatsoever. I think that makes them what, Michael? Communists. Well, criminals, thieves, liars. Uh, Michael, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Here's a uh, crazy story out today from the, uh, the clowns at Yahoo News. Is that an actual news organization? They call themselves Yahoo? Yahoo? Yes, they do. They call themselves Yahoo News. Why would they do that? Here's the headline, anti-Trump burnout, colon, with a picture of a woman of color with her Trump, Pence, Out Now sign made at the union shop. Anti-Trump burnout, colon, the resistance says it's exhausted. Well, you should move to Venezuela. Uh, You should move to Russia. I think maybe Savorodvinsk would be a good place for you. But they've been so busy protesting being anti-Trump extremists and fanatics and looting and burning police cars and rioting and injuring people and stuff that they're exhausted. And in fact, the New York Fake Times has the story. Yahoo just reposted it. In 2017, they donned pink hats to march on Washington. Remember the pink hats? They didn't describe the hats fully here. You remember the what they called the hats at the time and what they were uh, there to represent the hats, but never mind. We persist and we march. We march in pink hats. We march. 
They registered their fury with Donald Trump by the hundreds of thousands. I remember it well. I was down there. You were burning cars and smashing out storefronts. You violent criminals, and nobody did a day in jail. No one was arrested and sent to court and sentenced to years in prison like anybody that walked across the lawn at the Capitol on January 6th. Then they flipped the House to Republican control, won the presidency, secured a surprisingly strong showing in the 2022 midterm elections, galvanized by their convictions that Trump and his allies constituted a national emergency. Well, now they're all communists. I, I'm a, I guess I'm a communist now, is that? Because I saw it on MSDNC. And now all the mental, you know, the Democrats organized the mentally ill and they expanded the number of mentally ill people as well. And this story, it is a New York Times story, it goes on and on and on about the, the Washington outrage, the, the funk of the outrage. They're, uh, they're demented. They really are. They're insane. And they're exhausted because they've been protesting and complaining for so long. They don't know about what. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to soundbite number two. Congresswoman Debbie Dingell inherited her house seat from her dead husband. And uh, she didn't work for it or anything. She was the wife of the congressman. He was 100. He died or something. He died. And so the Democrat Party, like in the Philippines or in Burkina Faso, they say maybe the widow should take the place of the dead leftist. And here's Debbie Dingell. She is sick and tired of being sick and tired of people talking about how old and and demented Joe Biden is. I'm sick and tired of everybody talking about his age. When you listen, look at the age of Donald Trump, which is only a couple of years younger. He's got 91 uh, felony accounts against him and goes on rants that make no sense. The one that he did a week ago Saturday night. But you acknowledge, though, that President Trump presents as somebody that is fully with it, that has all the energy, despite the age. And we all know that people age at a different rate. Look, I've been with him, yes. What do you mean by that? I don't think I want to know the answer to that. Was it in a... 90, he's got 91 felony... What does that have to do with Joe Biden's age? You guys ginned up a bunch of fake counts, tried to put him in prison like Putin would for 641 years which I believe is the number of years that he potentially faces at the hands of the left here in the United States. Wait, I just asked you, that was Dana Perino on Fox News, I just asked you about Joe Biden's age, and you're so angry, sick and tired. It must be protest fatigue. Stop burning police cars, Congresswoman. Stop looting drugstores. He's got 91 felony cards. That doesn't have anything to do with Joe Biden's age. That has to do with your Soviet approach to governance. Just by the way. But if you make the comparison that the Democrats are behaving like the Soviet Union, you know what they do? They lash out, have a mental breakdown, and accuse all of you of being communists. Joe McCarthy lives. To make those comparisons are so grotesque. To to compare America to Russia is so grotesque. Ah, yes. The corruption is so incredibly pervasive because of the cultural dominance of the left and the information dominance that the left has secured. You know, I'm... uh, 
there were, what, two or three uh, animals arrested in Kansas City during the Super Bowl victory parade there, and one woman murdered and, uh, what, 11 more or more than that shot, including, I think, nine children, and yet we still don't have the names of the people involved in the shooting. They, they've been arrested. They were arrested the day of the shooting, and we still don't have their names. Why is that? Why don't we have their names? I played for you yesterday the Ann Coulter moment. She was on the Bill Maher show. And she said, well, you know, if they were white males, we would have gotten their names right away. We would have gotten their names that day. And they scoffed the communist Van Jones. There are communists, you know, that since Joe Biden or Joe, uh, what's his name, uh, Scarborough is calling all Republicans communists and Donald Trump's a communist. And uh, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, a conservative Christian, is a communist because it's just a name they call people. But they really do have, uh, you know, uh, Barack Obama mentored by a communist. Uh, John Brennan, made CIA director by Barack Obama, voted for a Communist Party candidate for president, Gus Hall. Van Jones was on with Bill Maher, uh, also self-described as a communist. Now they call everybody else communist. But I want to know the names of the the people they arrested, they say, oh, we can't share those names with you because they're minors. They're minors. Well, Kyle Rittenhouse, you remember Kyle Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse posted a little something on his X, which used to be known as Twitter for Democrats listening along because I know you're not very bright. Kyle Rittenhouse asks, I'm trying to comprehend why the government was quick to reveal my name After I defended myself, I believe he was 17 years old when this happened, and he was being attacked by that child rapist, the little boy rapist, and the other guy just out of prison and a mental institution. But Kyle Rittenhouse became the bad guy. Now, in Kansas City, who are they? Kyle wants to know why they haven't released the names of those people in Kansas City. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.